The following is a presentation of Real Racing USA. Wednesday. That means it's time for Dirt World with uh, Joe Dirt and Billy the Kid live this week from Ocala Speedway. Take it away, guys. Absolutely. We welcome everybody to our Wednesday night offering here on Dirt World on RealRacingUSA.com. We certainly thank you, Jack. And just like you mentioned, we have taken the show on the road, and that's the scary part. It doesn't take much, folks. I pack up a small bag and, well, with an invitation, we will gladly do this from your living room. With Billy the Kid, I'm Joe Dirt. As always, a pleasure to be on board with you. Live from Ocala Speedway, uh, like Jack said, uh, just an, an amazing uh, transformation of this racetrack here tonight. We'll talk about what what's going on right outside these doors. But Billy, you've been here since the early afternoon. Things going pretty good. Yeah, things are going real good here at Ocala Speedway. We're getting ready for tomorrow night's All Star and uh, UMP Mod Show. Uh, got about uh, somewhere right around 15 mods, I think, in the pits, and right about 15 to 20 sprint cars. And uh, saw Lasowski walking around. He said he was tired. And he's going to be here tomorrow, but. Tim Schaefer's in the house. Terry McCarl's hauler's here. Uh, and he's seen uh, Freddie Raymer, fast Freddie Raymer was here, and uh, Greg Hobnett and Lance DeWeese. And, oh, uh, man. I mean, Darren Pittman, of course, the Pete's Bridge Street, number 19. Tim Schaefer in the house in the 83. Chad Layton in the 55. You talked about the uh, modifieds. Of course, Steve Arpin, Julie McDermott, Steve. Uh, As a matter of fact, Corky Joe, Thomas, I got them. a little surprise for you. I'm going to walk right. outside right now. They're on the racetrack. The sprint cars are right now. Tell me if you can hear it. So far, so good. Here we go. Can you hear me all right? Yes, sir. There's about three or four of them out there running around right now. I can't tell who they are, but they're getting around there pretty good. Yeah, you were talking about the fact that they were getting around there in about 14 seconds. And, and you know, the big surprise for me when I was watching them on the racetrack out there, these, these guys are flat-footing it. You would think they were at Volusia. I thought for sure they'd come off the throttle over around turn number four. But let me tell you, man, they're able to set these cars up, and they're doing this thing flat-footing around this racetrack. That's the impressive part tonight, Billy, for a 410 sprint. Racetrack is in excellent condition. They started moving the cushion up about the second or third practice session. As a matter of fact, the promoter and the owner here, Mike Peters, is in the grandstand sweeping mud off the checkerboard bottom there, the concrete down at the bottom of the grandstand. You couldn't even see it now. It's just all beige from the... The, the, the racetrack has is, is ended up in the grandstand, and he's sweeping it in case it rains tomorrow to keep from being real muddy. And I looked out there a few minutes ago, and he's doing an excellent job. So we found something for Mike today. Absolutely. Hey, folks, there's something that you can do to be a part of the program here tonight, and that is log on to your Yahoo email and email us at dirtworldshow at yahoo.com, dirtworldshow at yahoo.com. In the coming hour, uh, hard to say who we're going to wrangle up and bring into the uh, uh, mobile studio here with us tonight. But uh, if you've got a question, perhaps a comment, you want to, want to know a little bit more about Ocala, the schedule, and, of course, their Winter Nationals, email us. We'd love you to be a part of the program at dirtworldshow at yahoo.com. Getting ready for a huge weekend here at Ocala Speedway. This is something that these people haven't seen uh, since 1994 when the All-Star Circuit of Champions were here. We mentioned that before, that they've had uh, the four times they were here, they had four different winners. So it should be interesting, you know, to see come Thursday, Friday, Saturday night. But in the pit area in the modified, Steve Arpin, one of the best in the country. He's in the pit area along with David McWheels from Kentucky and uh, Julie McDermott's on the way. 
uh, Wendell Stott's on the way, and this past year, 2008 UMP champion Jeff Lika's in the pit area. I didn't know Jeff was here. Wow. Yeah, I didn't see him practice yet, but I was talking to Sammy Driggers, and I said, I heard uh, Jeff might be here Saturday. He said, Jeff's in the pit area now. And then Sammy told me there's about eight or nine guys that are in Ocala that just didn't come out tonight for practice. So I think you'll see, Sammy said he's expecting somewhere around 40 mods here tomorrow night. And the All-Star Sprint Car guys said they're expecting close to anywhere from 35 to 40 sprint cars as well. And a pretty good host of the local guys. I saw Jeff Matthews out there, of course, uh, uh, on the racetrack. Well, that was Jeff I saw out there, wasn't it? Yeah, Jeff Matthews has got two cars here, and uh, he brought one for backup. And I know Krause will be here tomorrow. And uh, later this week we'll see uh, 145, which I don't think uh, Jason is going to bring his car. He's going to drive one of Rick Scott's cars. But saw the 75, Charles O'Neill's car in the pit. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, a few guys have never been here before just shaking it down. And uh, like I was talking to Arpin a little bit earlier, he said that's a brand-new car, never been on the racetrack. They uh, they had the, the upper hose kept sucking together, so they got that back, and he said that it's a Dodge. And uh, the Dodge, that uh, they couldn't get the gauges to work, hmm. so they're working on that. He's been on the track about once or twice, but it's hard to say what the lap times they were turning, but I know the sprint cars were up hey. in the – I had them in the lower 14s, and I think Jeff Miracle had them one lap around a 13.20. That wasn't a slam on Dodge, was it? Talking about the gauges. No, I wasn't slamming on my. You're a Dodge man. I'm yeah, a Dodge man. So everybody who is in the race and knows that with the Dodge race cars, the gauges that they have for the Dodges yeah, are, are not very good, and there's supposed to be a few people that are working on that to fix them for you. I'm not putting down Dodge. You know, I drive one and you drive one, but I'm just saying for the gauges for you know Dodge is new into the to the short track race. That's right. That's right. They're starting to get their stuff together, but uh, that is a brand new Dodge Double O car that Steve Arpin is driving. As the night progresses, we will talk with, of course, World of Outlaws contender Craig Delansky. Newly developed relationship, of course, with Casey Kane Motorsports. And the exciting news that 2009, he'll team up, of course, with Indiana's Joey Saldana. Uh, Craig Delansky will check in at Elk River, Minnesota. So we certainly look forward to talking to him tonight. Just a lot of stuff to talk to him about aboard. Uh, of course, coming off a, a big win for the first time in New Zealand. Uh, took the trip down under like so many sprint car drivers do uh, in the uh, off season, and uh, he's pretty excited about that. So the two-time defending titleist of the Alltel Dirt Car Nationals will be on with us a little bit later tonight. The crowd pleaser, Craig Delansky. You know, we were set up to have uh, Dale McDowell on the show too, and I apologize, but we do have a call in to Shane McDowell, which is the brother. But after the wreck that Ty Dillon had Sunday at Volusia Park. Uh, the car was torped a little bit more, so they've been a little busy trying to get it back together because, let's face it, they got to be here for Tuesday. So, you know, that might uh, we might not be able to do that, but uh, they did make us a promise that we would get Clint Boyer and Dale McDowell on the show in the near future. So if we don't hear from them tonight, we will put them back a, a, a different day. Look forward to that. One thing that surprised me rolling in off of uh, County Road 25 uh, this evening was the amount of people in the grandstands for this practice. Man, I was really impressed. Here it is a Wednesday night. Of course, we are on the cusp of the Winter Nationals, the Alltail Dirt Car Nationals, the King of the 360s over at East Bay. It's all happening, and it's all happening right now. But, man, the people that are here on board in the grandstands is uh, better than most racetracks get on a Saturday night show. Yeah, there's a lot of uh, individuals that are here that didn't come with cars, and I think a lot of them want to see what the 410s would do on the racetrack. But, you know, the racetrack's holding up just as I figured it would. It's a nice it's a nice facility. It's a nice racetrack. They got, Mike's got enough clay on it that if they sling some in the grandstand, we'll have enough to get through Saturday. But, you know, a lot of people, are, a lot of the local people are here for one reason, one reason only. They want to see these 410s on this little racetrack, and guess what? They've seen them because we're almost done with this practice session. Yeah, I was really impressed. But uh, talking about the track preparation, uh, the threat is here and upon us, of course, for rain over the next couple of days, Thursday night, perhaps even Friday night. As a matter of fact, a few little sprinklers coming through the Ocala Forest this uh, this evening heading to the racetrack. But you got Harvey Fink here, and 
and uh, that's a man that certainly needs no introduction, a guy that knows what, what to do and, and find the correct recipe for whatever surface it is. And Harvey is just as engaged in this racetrack tonight as Mike Peters is right now. That was pretty impressive to see Mike reaching out to Harvey to help him set this place up. Yeah, I was talking to Mike a little bit earlier, actually, last night on the phone, and Mike was telling me that we got Harvey for the next three nights, or actually tonight, tomorrow night, Friday night, Saturday night, to help us get the racetrack in shape. And as you can see, Joe, the racetrack's in excellent condition, but with the rain coming, you know, tonight, after we're done, it's supposed to be around 9, we're going to seal the racetrack over me and Mike talked last night. If we have to leave the lights on and work on the track all night, we're going to do what we can. But that way, if the rain, if the rain lets up tomorrow afternoon, we want to run tomorrow night. If something happens and we're not able to run to, we still want to run. We're still going to stay go on Friday and Saturday for sure. But, you know, we just everybody got to keep their fingers crossed and let's try to get it in tomorrow night. But if you're going to come this way Friday or Saturday or even tomorrow, be ready because it's going to be 28 degrees here Friday night and Saturday night. Man, I thought we were done with that. Yeah, good luck. Just in the just in the spring of time for us to work twelve straight nights across the force over there, but jeez. Hey, I talked to Sam Driggers, of course, uh, president of uh, the UMP Dirt Car Modifieds. Uh, he was heading out of the racetrack just a few minutes ago. He's on his way back. Nonetheless, I asked him how many modifieds he had. He said, I don't know. We got eight or nine maybe back there. But uh, simply put, Sam, he said, look, the guys are on their way. They're heading to Florida. Many of these drivers don't feel they really need a practice session. A lot of them that are already here take advantage of it, but. Uh, I don't think tonight is a good gauge of how many cars you're going to see race uh, over the next three nights here. We talked, of course, off the air. We talked frequently and expecting probably between 45 and 50 of these guys. Yeah, you've you got taller's in the pit area that didn't even open their doors tonight. But, you know, you talk about that, Joe. We're, we're, everybody's a working, working man. I mean, I'm a working man. You're a working man. And you talk about um, these guys have to work. I mean, you take an extra day off to come for practice. You know, I mean, it, it, it doesn't pay the bill. So, you know, they could probably got an extra day in. Some could drive, you know, all through tonight and get here tomorrow. But Sam Driggers told me he's expecting around 40 mods here uh, starting tomorrow night. I mean, I expect uh, – I agree with you. If we start with 30 tomorrow night, I think we'll peak around the 50 or 60 mark. If we start with 40 tomorrow, we might peak around the 70 or 80 mark on Saturday when it's 2,000 a win for him Saturday night. But, you know, you're talking about Kenny Wallace. Kenny Wallace ain't even here. His hauler's not here yet. Jeff Matthews pulled in late. I mean, you got – Guys that ain't even here, and, you know, the local guys ain't even going to practice. If you get 20 local guys to show up here, you you got a good field of mods as it is. You did pretty good. Hey, the legend just walked in. Should we try to mic him up? Yeah, if you want to mic him up, I'll tell you what. I'll go out out and see if I can round up Steve Arkin. How's that? That's a great idea. Here you go. I'll tell you what you're probably going to have to do with him is undo the headset. I don't know if the – Mr. Harvey. There you go. Harvey, just talk to me. All you're doing is talking to me. That's all you're doing. Talking to Joe? That's all. He can do that. It's a regular telephone. (laughs) Harvey, you you got some racetrack on your head. Did you know that? (laughs) (laughs) There's no hair up there, Joe. Harvey Fink, of course, out of upstate New York and now uh, uh, on his rocking chair here in Ocala. Of course, that's far from the truth. Harvey continues to own a business and uh, certainly... You're engaged with Ocala Motor Speedway here. And, and Mike reached out, man. He said, look, you know, I've got a three-day program coming up, first time in many years for a Winter Nationals campaign. Talk about your involvement with, with this uh, this venture here at, at Ocala this weekend. Well, the biggest thing is for Mike was that he's been off for a couple of months and that uh, you know, he was worried about getting the track ready for, the, you know, the competitors from up north who uh, have probably have never been to Ocala. So he wanted to showcase as much as he could and worried about this and that. And uh, 
words of wisdom from an old fool. <laughs> you know, uh, but I, I, we worked on a track, and we've got it where we believe it's really smooth and raceable for all these guys. Uh, should be, we want, well, what Mike wanted, and we all do, is a good experience for all these people that weathered the cold to come down to the uh, Florida sunshine. So, uh, so hopefully it was uh, it'll work out good. And of course, Mike, this is his first big three-day event right. uh, that he's ever held. So That's there's true. a lot of learning curve for Mike too. And, and yourself, I mean, Harvey, uh, no stranger to, to dirt track preparation, but you, you've got to admit that the surface they're seeing out there tonight is perhaps one of the most interesting and unusual uh, found anywhere, certainly in Florida. Uh, but to be able to find the right recipe on that racetrack, I think, says something for you guys. Yeah, I, I think that uh, they, they're not used to seeing it up north, and they definitely won't see it down here unless they come to Ocala Speedway. Exactly. This is one of a kind. It sure is. It's a, it's a, it's a great surface. And, Harvey, yeah, keeping on those lines with dirt track preparation, rain's coming. I mean, we all know it. Uh, it's forecast. How much can the place take, but, and, and what time frame? Can it take this rain, and you guys still have an opportunity to get get a handle on it? Yeah. Well, Joe, I think that uh, you know if we get an early uh, you know shower up till early afternoon, we'll be in great shape. Uh, I think that uh, the way Ocala is set up, uh, as long as the drivers and everybody's willing to work together, uh, well, there's no reason that we can't have tomorrow night's show, unless of course it does rain until you know almost dark or five o'clock or whatever. But if we get a, a, a an early afternoon uh, quit time or an envelope that the sun should come out, especially if the sun came out sure. at 3 to 5 o'clock, I mean, we're going to be in great shape. Good deal. Good doesn't, deal. doesn't fear me at all. Yeah. And Like I said, we've got people that came here to race and see a race. So, Absolutely. And I'm sure that uh, if I have anything to say about it, we'll be here to, to try to get that in uh, of all we can. And I, and I have confidence the races will help us if we need track prep. Absolutely. And, Harvey, before I let you go, you know I'm going to always put you on the spot. When are you going to get plucked from that front porch rocker and buy a racetrack? I know it's in your blood, man. And I know you're looking <laughs> a little Joe, bit. That's all Joe, I, I can't. I can't. I can't say don't. I just don't know. I just met today one story. All right. I never realized how much I missed it uh, exactly. until I got out of it. And uh, yes, am I looking? I look all the time. And uh, we've come close several times. We've been within uh, – Arm's length of owning several tracks. So we're still in the market. We're out there. And, uh, and, and if and when that happens, just realize I'm on the market, too. Hey, Joe. All right, buddy. I hope it's an automatic deal. When it comes to down south, Joe, right. you're the man. I'm no Shane Andrews, but I can announce <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Harvey. You didn't record that. Anyway, no, no, Joe. Sorry. I know you were. Uh, Harvey Fink, ladies and gentlemen, uh, just an amazing man that, of course, is uh, very engaged here at Ocala Motor Speedway, living here in Ocala. Uh, managed Volusia Speedway Park, Fonda Raceway, several different racetracks up in New York, but uh, always a pleasure to have him on board. Billy came back empty-handed, but luckily, in the meantime, the man Sam Driggers, the president of the UMP Dirt Car Racing, uh, has arrived here at Ocala Speedway. And Sam, I'll tell you, uh, uh, the first time for the UMP Modifieds here, and certainly under your tenure here at Ocala Speedway. So far, so good. Yeah, I was kind of looking for some more cars than what we got, but I think a lot of our guys are still trying to get out of the snow, out of the snow up north and get down here. I know of 10 or 12 more that's on the way. They just haven't got here yet. Excellent. And, Sam, you know, I want to kind of back up a little bit with your career. I've known you uh, some 15, 16 years now and worked with you, and from 
scoring every Saturday night at Volusia Speedway Park. You hooked up with Bob Memmer, of course, and UMP, uh, made the trip uh, to the Midwest, and, and now uh, the president of UMP Dirt Car Racing. What, what a progression that's been, man, in your career, and, and, and you've really you've risen up uh, to the challenges that, of course, that entails. And uh, you, you've definitely made a name for yourself, uh, not only in the Midwest, but throughout the entire country. And, and I think uh, from the sanctioning body comparison, UMP, you guys are just as strong as ever. Yeah, we're probably we're probably the most consistent sanctioned body in the country. I've been doing this with Bob Member for 10 or 11 years, and I've ran it for five. We had 1,200 late model members 15 years ago. We still do. And it's just consistently the same amount of tracks. It's the same thing day in and day out. And, I mean, a lot of people say, well, why don't you grow it, or why don't you do this, or why don't you do that? But I had over 10,000 drivers score points for me this year out of eight divisions of cars. Wow. And 120 tracks and 17 states in Canada. You know, there's nobody else that has that. We're, we're the best in the Midwest, but we're actually the best in everywhere. Now, i got tracks in Canada, Oregon, California, Texas. i got tracks everywhere. Astounding numbers. Astounding numbers. And when you look at, the, of course, IMCA, you know, they're, they're strong, you know, in Iowa and where they are. Um, you know, again, I just reiterate, UMP, you guys are. As member originally put it, the king of dirt. There's no doubt. Yeah, we're primarily the uh, majority of our tracks are Illinois, Indiana, Kentucky. There's not a track in the state of Illinois that is not a UMP track. Wow. And actually, this year I've taken over the state of Michigan. Now we've got every track there except one. Wow. So uh, you know, it, it's a good deal for us. You know, the interesting thing is, I used to score at this race track when yes. I was like 17 years old. I was going to mention that. Yeah. That was a long time ago. Yeah, and she was dirt then. Yes, she was dirt then. Yeah, yeah. Then I asphalt now back. Right. Mm-hmm. Sam, you know, talking about UMP, and, and rarely do I get an opportunity or people, of course, listening uh, to really get into, you know, just exactly what's going on with World Racing Group. Of course, Dirt Motorsports, or formerly Dirt Motorsports, now World Racing Group, kind of has everybody under this umbrella. To be able to, I think, function successfully in this corporate environment, it's kind of difficult, but you've risen to that because I think they kind of leave you alone. They know what you're capable of accomplishing with UMP, and this seems to be a good marriage that you've made with it. Yeah, I'm assuming they give out the philosophy, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. I hope so. But, you know, the reality is, is that this company, they own five racetracks, which they hire employee people to run them racetracks. They have the World of Outlaw Sprint Cars, Light Models, the Big Block Mod deal, as well as the UMP deal. And geographically, you know, fortunately I'm in Indiana. Right, right. <laughs> Corpus in North Carolina. Right, right. So you know, they're not coming out that way a lot. But, you know, I've known what I'm doing for a long time. And, I mean, you know, I've got everybody's best interest at heart. I'm not in here to do anything underhanded. And I think my reputation speaks for itself. Most definitely. You know, so I don't think they can throw this close with that. And, Sammy, you know, finally, of course, uh, the big winter nationals here, uh, the invitation to be able to run here at Ocala. You guys have risen to that. But, of course, Tuesday we kick off the Altel Dirt Car Nationals at Volusia, uh, a place that you've been involved with for several, several years. But many people say the Altel Dirt Car Nationals, biggest event for World Racing Group. I think when you look at Hell Week and the Summer Nationals, you know, Hell Month, I should say, the Summer Nationals, that's got to be bigger for you than the Dirt Car Nationals. Right. The Dirt Car Nationals is a big event for the company World Racing Group as a whole because we have some of everything we have is going to be going on down there at one point or another throughout the two-week period. We're in my area, the Summer Nationals, 28 races in 31 days nonstop. That's what the Midwest lives for. You know, there's just, that's what we do. I mean, I've got my bunch of drivers that go with me, my staff, we do every one of them, and it's, 
nowadays it's almost kind of like just another day at the racetrack because, I mean, I myself did 167 shows last year. Wow. I'll just me myself. And I had over 4,300 shows last year. Good Lord. So, you know, but most people don't comprehend a summer national so you've actually went and done it. Right, that's I mean, something i got to do, man. I mean, you know, the thing is, luckily, most of them are two to three to four hours apart, so it's not like you're driving all day long. Still, though. But it's still in, you know, 100-plus degree heat every single day. The guys do get real friendly sometimes. and <laughs> <laughs> We have to reel them in from time to time. But um, it's an experience. And if you're a race fan, you're, you haven't seen nothing until you've seen that. It doesn't matter what kind of series or racetrack someone has to do this is something you'll never see that is so true and sammy finally people that perhaps want more information about uh ump uh dirt car modified as well as late model racing uh how can they find that out man dirtcarracing.com you can go there and get to anything within world racing group with the sprint car deal the late model deal the ump deal anything you want to do and we've also got a new website now called members.com you can go to DirtCarMembers.com and go on there and find out stuff about driver's points, where they're at, and that sort of thing. Nice. Sam Driggers with UMP Dirt Car Racing. Uh, thank you so much for being with us on Dirt World here tonight. Uh, look forward to these next three big nights here at Ocala Motor Speedway. And then, of course, we'll see you next Tuesday uh, in the tower working arm-by-arm arm at Volusia Speedway Park. Thank you, Sam. My pleasure. All right. Sam Driggers with uh, UMP. Uh, the president and, of course, uh, director of UMP in the house here. Uh, don't let him fool you. He loves his trips to Florida. And I'll tell you, man, he's got his work cut out for him over the next two, well, three weeks, Billy. Probably the best score that I've ever seen and one of the greatest amazing. guys. One of the greatest guys in racing, and uh, for him to be the heads up of the UMP, they picked the right guy to do that. He is great. But y'all went out there and rounded up somebody. You did, man. I ran, I'm just popping I, right into the I rounded here. up Kenny Wallace. Yeah, he's, he's walking around like he owns a place. He's going through the refrigerator. Yeah, he's, he's already eating their chips. And yeah. he said he's, I said, where you been? I said, how come you ain't practicing? He said, i got to get my motor home. Like, he, like he's spending a week or something. Well, I'll tell you Woo! what. <laughs> no, it's Ric Flair. Woo! Well, I'll tell you what, Billy. Hand him the phone. I'll, I'll mess him up, and then I'll give him to you. What's happening? Kenny Wallace, I'll tell you, man, you, you pulled into this place, and the, the place just went crazy. But uh, here, here we are, Ocala Speedway, for the first time, of course, in many, many years. Uh, you've not had an opportunity to get on that racetrack yet, right? No, I haven't. Yeah, we just um, we're we're busting at the bits right now. You know, it's been a, a long uh, winter. You know, no testing for any of the NASCAR stuff. So this is our first dirt race of the uh, year, and um, my hauler is on its way down right now. Nothing wrong. Of course, we had a big snowstorm in St. Louis, so it took them about four hours to get out. Sure. Had to wait for some plows, but they're uh, they're south of Nashville now. And we got the motorhome set up here, and of course we'll run three nights here and go on over to Volusia. Nice, nice. So I had to, I, I couldn't take it anymore. I had to come out and see what the track looked like. Well, what do you think about the surface, man? I mean, certainly, I mean, you know enough about Florida racetracks, the history, and how rich in history this racetrack is. But I mean, not only the layout, but the surface itself. I was just talking to Sam Driggers, and uh, I tell you, and Harvey Fink, it's got everybody pretty excited, man, to try to keep a handle on. Well, you know, the biggest thing here this week is a guy named Stephen Arpin, one of the, oh, most, yeah. one of the most incredible race star drivers really in, our, in our era. Uh, no, <laughs> he just walked in. But, uh, no, I've, uh, I've seen dirt like this, actually, Muskogee, Oklahoma, where it was kind of oh, really? sand mixed with clay. Uh, sure. But I have never uh, raced on uh, a mixture like that. That looks like dead sand. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> so, uh, Mike, so, uh, but, but, I, but I really like it. Hey, 
It, it, it looks really good. I've seen Jeff Matthews out there. I know Jeff. He's a real good guy. He used to run one of our dirt cars, uh, impressive race cars, out of Hillsboro, Missouri. And uh, of course, I watched him go around. I hear he's a hot shoe, and I've seen all I needed to see how he he passes people. So um, now I just got to get my car to do it. And uh, I don't fare really well in dry slicks, but I have been better lately. So. Um, uh, we'll see what happens. Kenny, everything pretty much status quo for 2009 in the modified effort. The uh, Jags, of course, St. Louis Cardinals. Talk about uh, anything changes, uh, any changes for 2009. No, I'm I'm uh, I'm humble and I'm uh, thanking my lucky stars. I'm back driving the U.S. Border Patrol Chevrolet in nice. the Nationwide Series, uh, running my Jags car and doing TV. But you know, first and foremost is the Nationwide car. Um, you know, we're looking at uh, trying to get a win this year. We finished third towards the end of the year. We have a brand-new team that didn't show very well the first, you know, half, three-quarters of the way through the year. And then we uh, run third and run 14th at, at Phoenix. So um, my equipment is a lot better this year, and I'm really excited. You know, the guys are uh, – when I, I left yesterday on Tuesday and sat in the Daytona car. It's brand-new, uh, short-track car, intermediate cars, all new. So uh, I'm just down here getting my fill of dirt racing. Uh, exactly. That way I'm calmed down – by the exactly. time the, the cup comes exactly. into town. <laughs> Kenny, of course, uh, your buddy, uh, you know, Ken Schrader, picked up the championship, the All-Tail Dirt Car Nationals right. in 2008. Are, are you going to be able to commit enough to that with, of course, the uh, uh, situation at Daytona to perhaps uh, run for that as well? I, I don't, you know, not really because I, I got to miss the, uh, I hate it. but The uh, Gator, man, five grand. I, I hate it, but uh, looks like I'm going to miss for sure the Bud Shootout night because I have to do TV. Right, right, right. You know, last year, two years ago, uh, me and Steve were battling. Steve Arpin, we were battling out for the championship. Of course, he outrun me every night except two, I guess. And uh, we won the first night. We we missed two or three nights and still finished sixth. But, right. Uh, the, I, I don't know. I think it's really tougher. There's a lot of good guys coming down from the north. You know, uh, you've got uh, we got Lika coming down. You Jeff, got, yeah, uh, Jeff's coming Schwartz, here, as a matter of fact. Yeah. An Orange 21 yeah, mod. Yeah, Schwartz, yep. And what's happening is everybody's starting to run mods now. Uh, because mods, uh, proportionally, uh, they don't cost as much and they pay more. Uh, mo- late models like Bloomquist, Moyer, they cost so much, and and proportionally it's, it's a little different. Right, so, right, right, right. Mod, the mod count's getting really big. But, but once again, like I said, it's all about Jeff Matthews. <laughs> Dude, he's a stroker, man. He, he just walked in. <laughs> all right, I'm going to give it up now. i got to let you guys talk this. Kenny Wallace, thanks, man. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Yep. Steve, Steve Arpin is next Steve because Arpin, he's thanks. in before you, Jeff. I'll tell you what, Billy, that's all I can stand. I'm going to let you do Arpin over here. The kid. First of all, Steve, put that to your ears. Regular telephone. Uh, welcome to Gator Country. I, I, I know you're not missing the weather up in uh, Ontario. I tell you what, every time we come down here, I wonder what in the world we're doing up there. Exactly. Like, why do we do that? It's just too cold. Hey, the, the big thing, though, Steve, of course, uh, you know, we've we've worked with you several years at Volusia Speedway Park. Always a pleasure to watch you. Last year, I mean, with the injury, with the radiator, I mean, this, this was the, just a terrible incident. Took you out of contention for the Dirt Car Nationals Championship. And, and, and now I, I think you kind of have – a little something more to accomplish here, starting off at Ocala for these stuff, but that just had to just be terrible. It, it was a bad deal. It, we we definitely don't want something like that to happen again. But uh, we're gonna we're gonna come into this with it with all of our uh, everything's gonna be good. We got a brand new car this year. We got Jeff Taylor Motorsports. He's building his own chassis now, so we're we've teamed up with him. This is our debut with that car. Uh, got Dodge Motors by Kevin Stolas in the car. Uh, we're an awesome team. Uh, today was actually the first time I saw the car. I've been down in North Carolina working with the ARCA guys, and 
trying to get the ARCA car ready for Daytona and stuff, but we're going to test and tune a little bit here and hopefully go over to Volusia with all of our guns loaded. You know, talking about the ARCA car you have set up, I saw that on your website. Talk about that a little bit. How many races are you going to run? Some of the sponsors you got going with you. I know it's not dirt, but are you going to try to run some of the dirt ARCA races? We're going to try to run the whole season. Our plan is right now we've got locked in 13 out of 22 shows. Uh, we're we're still working on on some funding for the for the remaining nine, but we're we're looking really forward to it. We got uh, Eddie Sharp and the whole team over there, my crew chief Wayne Carroll, uh, Jonathan Davis, my car chief, and everyone at Eddie Sharp Racing is just an incredible team. And if I had to do this all over again right now, I I honestly couldn't tell you one thing I'd do different. And they've got all the confidence in the world in me that I can take them to to their first championship. And I've got I've got all the confidence in the world and and the people that are surrounding me right now. We've just got an incredible team that we can do this together. You know, next Saturday night, I mean, not, not looking past this deal, but next Saturday night will be the ARCA show at Daytona is also the 5,000 win race at Volusia. So is that going to play in a, play in a problem here? Well, the 5,000 race, the 5,000 win show is on Sunday, isn't it? It's actually Saturday night, I believe, the 7th. I think you're wrong. I, could be I wrong. sure hope so, because I've been building my schedule around to being on the 8th. Well, let's talk about today. <laughs> today, when I walked up to you, I said, how's it going? And you said the hose was, something was wrong with the radiator hose, and then you had a problem with the gauges, and you said it was a brand-new car all the way around, and, and, you, and you actually got to make some laughs. What do you think about the Ocala Seaway? I tell you what, we had a blast out there. It was a, it was a whole different experience. Like I said, it's a brand-new car. It's our main voyage out with these Taylor chassis, and everything went really good. We're actually a, a lot further ahead than we planned on being at the end of the night tonight. So the Ocala Speedway, it's a, it's different. It's kind of deceiving. You look at it and you, you think it would be a momentum deal, and so we kind of set everything up for momentum when we first went out there. And we kind of, when we got saw Mr. Matthews get around there later on in the night, we really had to, really had to change up our act. And but I think we're, we're getting a lot closer now, and we're going to be, we're going to be really strong come tomorrow night. I think. I think they're, they're talking about somewhere around 40 miles or so here, starting maybe tomorrow, but for sure Friday and Saturday should be a little bigger. They were telling me Jeff Leak, Jeff Leak of the UMP National Champion was in the pit somewhere, but. I didn't see him go out on the track, but, you know, this is a, a pretty good warm-up for what's to happen next week at Volusia Spirit Park, and, and I think this is something that, that Mike and uh, Angie plan on having here for a long time, and I think it'll be a neat thing, especially uh, with the money they got on the line Saturday night. How many cars do you think will be here? How many guys do you know that you talk to during the week that say they're on their way? You know, there's a ton of people coming. I don't know who's actually all going to show up and who's actually not going to show up. There's lots of guys that are kind of still up in the air, but... I know there's going to be a ton of cars, and the best part about racing down here in Florida in February, it's absolutely incredible racing to come and to be a part of and also to watch because it's just the top quality cars from all across the country. It's kind of the, the one time of the year that we all get to get together and race against each other. It's just it's awesome racing. You get to see everyone just a really good time. Well, you know, like Joe was saying last year, the opening night you crossed the start-finish line in the heat race, and something happened with the motor, and you were changing the radiator hose blowed up on you. I went down to Vision Hospital. I saw you when you wasn't doing too good. But, you know, to see you back this year and, and full strong, man, I, I'm glad you're here. And we're, we're all glad you're here. We're glad you're okay. And that was a pretty scary thing. But, uh, Steve Arpin, I know you're going to be tough here tomorrow night, Friday night, and Saturday night as well. But uh, we look forward to you seeing you next week at Volusia as well. I know you're going to be tough all the time. And we want to wish you the best of luck at the ARCA race next week or whenever it may be. And uh, good luck in your career this year. I appreciate it, my friend. We're looking forward to it. All right, buddy. We'll see you tomorrow night. We're going to step in here with Jeff Matthews. You heard uh, Herman say that Jeff Matthews was a hot shoe here. And there was a thing on the Internet earlier today about can Jeff hold off some of the big guys that are here. And We just talked to two of the best guys who have the best shot of maybe dismantling Matthews. But I think they're going to have their hands full. What do you think, Jeff? Yeah, I don't know. You know, those are some good race car drivers. They they do this, you know, probably more nights out of the week than I do. And uh, 
we you know we run a you know, Friday night deal here and a Saturday night deal locally in East Bay. We don't get to travel around too much, but uh, we're looking forward to it. We got a bunch of laps around this place, and we're we're pretty good here. So we'll see what prevails. I saw you had two cars in the hauler, but I know you only want to use one. Yeah, we just brought a spare car. We're going to go over to Volusia for a few nights. We're going to come here and we're going to go to Volusia, and then we'll be back at East Bay. So yeah, we want to make sure we got a spare car so we don't get a uh, caught with our pants down. What's we the- got. What's the chances of me qualifying that car for the 2000 win race Saturday night? Yeah, come on, get you got a fire suit? Come on and get in it. You can, hey, uh, so you let me run it. There's a there's a there's a truck here. I'm like a buyer fire suit. I bet you Mike's got one here. He used to be a racer. Yeah, he probably does. Yeah, if you can uh, if you can get around there, you can get in it. <laughs> you know, a lot of people were asking questions about the 410s and what they were going to be like at the racetrack tonight. You were one of the last ones on the track. What's the track like? I know it's a little rough in one and two, but it's going to get that way. And, we're gonna we're gonna grade it back in, but you know what's it like with the with the four tens? It's not the same as it was when the three sixties were here. Yeah, no, it's it, it's it's a little more uh, abrasive, I think, tonight. It's you know it's chewing up tires pretty good. We were we were checking the tires when we came after the hot lap sessions, and I think it's a little more abrasive. I would prefer to see it you know slick off and get black than I would to be rough. Rough you know tears up equipment and the black you know tears up tires. But I think we can deal with the black a little better, and we can deal with the roughness. I think the racetrack's definitely going to seal over here in the next uh, day or two with the 410s. I think it's going to be great racing. And, uh, you know, talking to not just you, but I know Krause is on his way coming. And what some of the other local guys or people that are down, you know, that are listening that want to know if some of their local favorite mod guys are coming, except for you and Krause. Anybody else you know? I think Bradley's coming. I hear rumors that, you know, David and Buzzy Rudiman's coming over. And, uh, you know, I think uh, there's going to be a couple more guys from East Bay. I'm not sure at this time, but, you know, there's going to be a few guys coming. You know, even though, like we were saying earlier, and I'll press this one more time, Sam Drigger said he's expecting around 40 cars. And Matthews, you are really good at this place. You're really good at East Bay. You've been good at Volusia before. What would it mean to, to, to sweep the three nights here and, and get that momentum going into Volusia? Because I know it's been tough for you at the Winter Nationals over Volusia, but what would it mean to you? Man, that would mean the world. Well, you know, we got we got a good crew this year. We you know we got a new I got a new crew chief, um, Bob, and uh, those guys worked hard. You know, the, the whole off season here preparing for this deal and it would it would be a it would be a big big you know achievement for us to you know win three nights we, we'll be doing good if we win a, you know two out of three but hey three out of three would be better you know that the, the thing is is people step back and they, they don't realize that jeff matthews is he's jeff matthews and he's going to go out there and whether he wins or whether he runs second he's going to be the same jeff matthews he doesn't change he doesn't change over he doesn't get upset he knows that if he gets outran somebody outran him you know but a lot of, and there's lots of say a lot of people are talking on the internet about my money's on jeff matthews listen to me Jeff Matthews is going to be Jeff Matthews, and he's probably going to knock down one. And if he wins the first night, look out, he's liable to win the second. And if he wins the second, he's going to have already have 2,000 in his pocket. He's liable to put that other 2,000 in there, too. Yeah, we, we'd like to do that. You know, uh, we come here with, you know, intentions that we got a little bit of edge on these guys. But, you know, I don't take nothing from none of these guys. These guys are good race car drivers, you know. And, uh, like I said, they probably do it more nights out of the week than we do. But, but we've got many, many laps around this place. So we'll they, see what happens. They all said they got outrun you, buddy. Well, that's the first thing Herman said. He said, I've been watching Matthews make laps and see how he passed the star. Hey, listen, it wouldn't hurt my feelings if you pass him first thing tomorrow night. I hope he's not listening. But. <laughs> yeah, well, if we can outrun these guys, uh, you know, I think we've accomplished something. But, you know, we have to see what happens. This is your chance, and I'll let you go after this question. This is your chance over the next two nights, over the next three nights, and over the next week at Volusia, and the next week after that, or three days or four days after that at East Bay to show that you are the best there is around here and the, you're the best in the country come down and try to attack you. And I tell you what, Jeff, you put up a fight every year, man. And between me and Joe and everybody at Dirt Road, we want to wish you the best of luck, buddy. Yeah, I appreciate it. Uh, we'll see what happens here. You know, we're going to give give it everything we got for the next, you know, 12 or 14 days, whatever it is we're racing, and uh, see where we end up in the end. Everybody, everybody hurting, too. 
He said, I could drive that car Saturday night if I get me a fire suit. So I'm getting one. <laughs> he said, I could drive the backup car Saturday night for the yeah, yeah, nice. The we worst gotta... part about it is, hey, listen, the worst part about it is, then we'll ask him what it feels like to run second behind Billy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks, Jeff. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Oh, man. Hey, hey, Billy, Jeff asked me which way you were going. And I said, I don't know why. He said, because I didn't want to run over your ass. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the, the biggest thing with that deal is that would be one of them deals where I bet you Jeff ain't never finished second behind one of his cars, but that might happen Saturday. But, now, uh, thanks to, to Hermie and uh, and uh, Steve Arpin and Jeff Matthews as well. And to be honest with you, Jeff, I, I mean, Joe, I'm going to run out and find somebody else, man. Go for it. I'll tell you what we're going to do. The I'm pitcher gonna... almost empty. You ought to get Mike Peters on here. But just, has he been on with you yet? No, he hasn't. And that, that was actually my next uh, my next guest, if he will allow it. Uh, I'm going to refresh this. Dirtworld at yahoo.com is our email, folks, and it's a way for you to be a part of the program here uh, on realracingusa.com. Dirtworldshow well, let me find, at yahoo.com. Let me Dirt find Mike. If not, you may have to be uh, talk to Angie. I'll talk to Angie. I'd rather talk to Angie. Yeah, hold on. We'll get her on the air right now. This is Dirt World. You are live on the radio. I think legally we have to tell you that, Angie. Hi there. How are you? I'm wonderful. Angie, I, I pulled into the racetrack here earlier uh, this evening, and as always, you're just running around here working so hard uh, for your baby here, Ocala Speedway. <laughs> but it's about to transform here in the next three nights, and, and you guys are certainly giving a very good account of yourself as far as how you represent this racetrack. Well, thank you. We are so excited. I tell you, Michael has he's just he's lived, eat, and breathed Ocala Speedway over the last 60 days getting this thing ready, and I tell you, our employees, our fans, our, our everybody is just so excited that we had drivers showing up here today saying, we just want to be part of this. We want to buy our tickets now because we want to make sure that we've got a seat tomorrow. We're really excited. Very well. Well, I just saw uh, Michael. He walked in. I invited him on the air. He said, man, I'm just too darn busy, but I am going to get uh, BJ on the air because I know he's never short of words. But, Angie, what are some concerns as track owners? Uh, certainly you guys have to be consider everything. Uh, you have to consider weather. You have to consider spectators, concessions. What are some of the, 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 the big issues that face you guys over the next three days? Rain, rain, rain. <laughs> that is the only thing that we are worried about. I tell you, there is not one thing that we could be presented with that we're not ready for. We have prepared and overprepared and overprepared for this. But the one thing that we are both losing sleep over right now is rain. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, that's something that's out of everybody's control. We talked to Harvey uh, early on in the program tonight. And uh, to have Harvey on board, to be able to reach out to a guy with the uh, the knowledge and wisdom that he has in dirt track preparation. I think you guys couldn't be in a better position regardless of the weather. You know, I mean, Harvey talks about if it, if it rains, you know, until 4 o'clock, he feels confident that with this surface that you guys work with, he'll be able to get a pretty good handle on it regardless. Yes, he does. He does. I tell you, we owe so much to Harvey. He is our mentor. He's our advisor. He is the dirt specialist. And I tell you, Michael and I, we just would not be where we're at right now if it were not for Harvey. And um, he's believing that we're going to have this thing ready for tomorrow night, and regardless of what the rain is. And you know what? We're believing with him. Very well. Wonderful guy to be able to reach out to. Uh, Angie, what a pleasure to have you on Dirt World here on RealRacingUSA.com. And for people interested in perhaps being a part of this uh, amazing history-making weekend, uh, how do they do it? 
Well, they just basically be here. All they've got to do is to show up. We will show them what they need to do to be part of it. And I tell you, if people, when they come up, if they'll ask to see me, we'll take really, really good care of them. And I've got a couple of shirts that I'm willing to give out tomorrow. So they just need to come up to me and say that they heard me on the radio tonight. I think I can pull some shirts out of the closet. Very, very nice. OcalaSpeedway.com for more information. Ocala Speedway is on County Road 25, just uh uh, I guess that would be north of County Road 326 here in Ocala. But uh, that's the place to be for the next three nights, you guys. Angie, thank you for being on Dirt World. Thank you so much. All right. Tell you what, Jack, we're going to step back uh, just for a moment. Billy's out wrangling up some more people. Uh, Craig Delansky, the crowd pleaser out of Elk River, Minnesota, still to come here on Dirt World tonight. Uh, we'll be right back with more Dirt World from Ocala Speedway. Carnite.com, your online racing community since 1997. Carnite.com is racing classifieds, racing photos, racing news, lively racing message boards, chat rooms, multimedia, and so much more. And if your race team or racing business needs a website or your website needs a fire lit under it, look no further than Carnite.com. From affordable web hosting to fancy flash animation, Carnite gets it done. Bud Light presents Real Men of Genius. Real Men of Genius. Today we salute you, Mr. Fancy Coffee Shop Coffee Pour. Mr. Fancy Coffee Shop Coffee Pour. What do you do with a master's degree in art history? You get a nose ring and pour coffee for a living. Pour it on now. Why is it called a latte? Maybe because it costs a latte, and it takes a latte time to make. A whole lot of latte. Someone ordered a cappuccino? Step aside. Let the man who works the milk foamer take over. Step aside. Sure, you charge five bucks for a cup of coffee. It's putting that tip jar out that takes real guts. Yeah. So crack open a nice cold Bud Light, guru of the ground roast. It's not the caffeine that gives us the buzz. It's you. Mr. Fancy Coffee Shop Coffee Bud Light Beer at Isaac Fort Collins, Colorado. This is Daryl Badger, number 46, Wells Brothers Farms Ford. You're listening to Joe Dirt and Billy the Kid on Dirt World.
Speedway. That's where we are live with Joe Dirt, Billy the Kid, Dirt World. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Jack Smith, right here on RealRacingUSA.com. We've taken the program on the road for the first time ever, and we are live at Ocala Speedway. Uh, and we certainly thank Mike and Angie uh, Peters for l- allowing us to be on board uh, with this amazing event. Is the O'Reilly Auto Parts All-Star Circuit of Champions 410 winged sprint cars are here for practice tonight, as well as the UMP Dirt Car Modifieds. Uh, this all kicks off tomorrow right here at Ocala Speedway for three big nights here at America's Racetrack. With us right now, Billy's, I tell you, he's working hard. He is out there wrangling up uh, what's left in the pit area. Uh, but this young man uh, comes to us all the way from Watertown, Connecticut. He's 17 years old, and he is wheeling a 410-cubic-inch sprint car around Ocala Speedway. Joining us here in uh, the Dirt World studio, uh, driver of the 89, the J&J chassis, Kissler Mopar, David Gravel. Young David Gravel, uh, did Billy just kind of say, come on and be on the radio? Yeah, he was like, <laughs> just walked up to me and was like, uh, we're doing a live radio, and uh, come with me. So I said, all right. That's cool, man. I mean, we have to take these opportunities. David, I mean, uh, 17 years old, to be at the pinnacle uh, what well, we feel the pinnacle of dirt track racing. I mean, some will say it's a uh, modified, some a sprint car, but uh, they're both right there. And, and to be able to successfully drive this race car is quite an accomplishment. You must have started way young. Yeah, I started uh, six years old back in uh, 1999 in uh, quarter midgets, and then I raced micros, and I tried the legends on asphalt, and I just loved dirt. So I went dirt and uh, just started with a 360 last year, and then we decided to get a 410, and we're going to be doing both this year. You know, and that's one thing that, that so many people talk about. I mean, certainly the East Bay about to host the king of the 360s uh, over here in Tampa, uh, Volusia and Ocala both uh, hosting 410s. But is there a big difference? And I think from you uh, being so fresh out of a 360, what are the big differences in these two race cars uh, uh, besides the actual cubic inch displays? Um, well, the 410s are a little bit lighter since they're all aluminum. And the 360s are uh, steel block. Um, so there's definitely a big power difference. Um, the front wheels are definitely a lot lighter since the 410 motors are. So you can lighter. tell. There's yeah. no doubt. Yeah, when you step on a throttle, there's just like no weight on the front tires. You don't know if you're doing a wheelie or the wheels are on the ground most of the time. Man, oh, man, unbelievable. Talk about your actual effort, uh, J&J Chassis, very well-known chassis uh, manufacturer, uh, one of the, the few Mopars out there, the Kistler-powered machine. Uh, talk about the car itself and, and, and just exactly uh, who helps you with this race car, what kind of sponsorship, the, the effort itself. All right, well, um, last year we actually had an Eagle, and everything's new this year. We just got a J&J this year because everybody said good things about them, and um, we we loved it so far. First time in the 410 ever, and uh, we really did uh, good. So it's it's good. It's all family that helps me. Um, no, we don't pay anybody. It's just all family that have been in racing forever, and they just love it. Come down almost every day a week, work on the cars, and it's just a really good thing. That's amazing. Uh, coming uh, out of Watertown, Connecticut, making the trip out down here to Gator Country. Uh, not a whole lot of opportunities up in New York. Well, I mean, certainly New York, but not a whole lot happening in Connecticut with racetracks, I mean, as far as dirt goes. But do you spend most of the the, uh, the usable season, if you will, up in New York? Um, well, last year we ran the URC schedule with 360s, and um, it was traveling New Jersey, New York, Delaware, and um, and that's about it. And uh we ran a few outlaw races with the 360 at Lebanon Valley. Okay. And um, we really did good. I was following um, Darren Pittman and stuff with my 360. So nice. my sponsor was there and just said, like, 
if if he had a 410, I really think he could really compete with them. Nice. So that's what really got him motivated. Good kind to have. Have you uh, committed 2009 to the O'Reilly All-Star Circuit of Champions or no? Um, More of a Midwestern well, deal, you know? Yeah, well, it's tough with our crew because they got to work. I wish they would retire for me. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, I wish I wish we could do that. Um, it depends how it goes down here. This is my first 410 race ever, and we're we're really our plans are to run a full 360 season with like about 2410 races and about 10 of them being World of Outlaw races. But um, if we do really good down here, we'll definitely think about running 410 full time and getting some more 410 so we can do that all the time. Cool. Preliminary laps on this racetrack, you guys didn't get a whole lot of time. Do you feel that you used that time wisely? Did you uh, get as many laps as possible out here tonight? Yeah, definitely. Just just feeling the more power and the weight difference and the new car, new shocks. Everything's new on the car for me, so we're still learning, but we tried some things out with the torsion bars and different shocks and see how the car would react. So it, it was definitely well-spent time. So this essentially is your first racetrack in a 410? Yeah, ever. Wow. Not very common for a, a young man to, to be baptized into 410 racing on a surface like this. Uh, and not so much the surface, but the layout. How interesting is turn four for you, man? It's the wall. There isn't one. Quick. Yeah. <laughs> it it kind of reminds me of New Egypt and New Jersey. Yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's a D shape just like that. Absolutely. Three and four is pretty tight also. So it was kind of similar, but the fourth turn wall comes up real quick. Well, put something to rest for me here tonight. I showed up this afternoon, and I was watching you guys, and, uh, you know, I'm so used to the half-mile evolution, so used to, the you know, the high speed, the sweeping turns, the, the progressive banking. Were you guys lifting out there in these things? Oh, yeah. You were. Okay, because it, 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 you couldn't tell. Yeah. You couldn't tell. You weren't lifting completely, but you were definitely backing off the gas, especially in three and four. You could, That wall comes up pretty quick. Very well, very well. Well, I'll tell you what, young David Gravel, what a pleasure to have you on Dirt World here tonight. I know you're going to get back to your hometown, and uh, this will be archived on uh, realracingusa.com, Dirt World, but we'll give you all that information. But uh, good luck. you got three nights. Now, big question. You coming to Volusia? Oh, yeah. Nice. Yep. Yeah, I can't wait to run with the outlaws, see where I par up with a 410 motor, so I'm definitely pumped. Good deal. Well, I'll be keeping an eye on you from the tower at Volusia Speedway Park and, of course, uh, the next three nights here at Volusia. Ladies and gentlemen, from Watertown, Connecticut, he drives the number 89G, David Gravel, here on Dirt World. Thank you, David. Thank you. All right, buddy. David Gravel on Dirt World here tonight. This young man, very calm, very very cool, very composed about uh, what he's experienced out there. And, of course, he'll make the trip over across the Ocala National Forest, Billy, uh, next Tuesday for the big boy. Yeah, he, he, I met him in the pit area just a little bit ago. He's a young guy, and he said this is his first time in a 410. And I heard you guys talking, and uh, what a way to cut your teeth on a yeah, Ocala Speedway in a 410. But, you know, I, 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 I have to apologize. I spent most of the show rounding up people, rounding up people, and I, I know we still got a few minutes to go, but I went out and rounded up Tim Schaefer. I see that. Tim Schaefer's going to tell you to what, I'm going to hand this to Tim. On the phone with us right now, the driver of number 83 sprint car, the 410, going to run the All-Star Circuit of Champions, and uh, we'll ask him what else he's going to do. But right now he's at Ocala Speedway, going to run with us the next three nights. Mr. Tim Schaefer, how you doing, bud? Good, buddy. Man, we, we appreciate you taking a few time out. I heard you talking about making a couple of changes for tomorrow. And, but tell us what you think about this little this little 3 8 mile or D-shaped uh, dirt track here in the middle of Central Florida. Well, actually, I got the race down here, I think, in 94 or 95 at uh, – I liked it because it's challenging and it's different. So, I mean, it makes it good. I think you're going to see great racing because of the track, the way it's shaped. 
We were talking about that earlier in 1994 when the All-Stars came. They ran four nights and had four different winners. But the surface back then is completely different to what you got now. I heard a lot of guys talking about it was a little bit slimy for them in the beginning. But, you know, you pretty much race on that out there right now. Oh, definitely. It, it, well, we didn't have the cars here like you're going to have tomorrow either to get that thing in shape. So uh, you'll see it come get a lot wider tomorrow. It, you know, yeah, it, it had like one lane earlier, which because everybody's running the same line. But you get uh, 40, 50 cars here, you're going to have uh, guys moving all over the place. And like later throughout the night, my last session, I was able to run really high and real low or in the middle. So I'm uh, pretty excited for tomorrow. You know, you're, you're, we're here with the uh, All-Star, Raleigh All-Star Circuit of Champions, but uh, what, what, what might we expect out of the temperature for this year? Are you going to run the full All-Star deal? Are you going to run the World of Outlaw? Are you just going to pick and choose? Or? Well, um, we're, we're looking looking toward to running the full All-Star deal. Um, you know, this is everybody else. Everybody's low on funds, so, you know, we're trying to get some help, extra help to, so we can run the whole year. Um, it's looking pretty, you know, good right now. We like to get a little stronger and so with everybody else, but uh, we're going to keep working hard at it. What uh, what kind of lap times do they have you turning tonight? Do you know? Or? Well, actually, our best time was a 12-4, and uh, I think it was a session before the last one. And actually, the last session, I, we got the car where I could move around. I, I want to make it so I could race. You know, with the 12-4, that's like trying to get qualified. Right. But uh, and these cars are getting bad anymore, for, you know, when you're racing. And the sprint car drivers never said this until probably the last four years, bad air, you know. Right. Uh, you get behind somebody the wrong way, the front end lifts up in their corner, and it's hard to drive. So you try to change the balance around to get it nice for uh, to be able to race good. Well, you, we had a lot of local people here tonight, a lot of local racers here just to watch and see. Everybody, everybody was wanted to see what the 410s would do on Ocala Speedway and the you talked about 12-4. I think the fastest lap I got somebody was 13-4, and that was the second or third practice session. But I missed the last two practice sessions. So 12-4 is not a bad lap. And, you know, everybody's looking at the racetrack going, man, why does it look like it's got a, a little deep on the top? And, you know, like I was telling everybody, you have to build a sprint car cushion for the guys. And they'll move it, and they'll move it. And everybody's like, they watch the racetrack get wider and wider as the night goes on. And I think a lot of people open their eyes. But, uh, you know, we're expecting uh, probably around 40 40 or so sprint cars here in the next three nights. So I think what we had tonight, give away, take the, maybe that little rough spot in one and two because they're grading it right now. But I think the racetrack's going to be in excellent condition. Uh, you know, that little rough spot, that puts character in a race. So yeah. You know, that, that'll, you can't always have a perfect racetrack. I mean, uh, I, I like when it's got little different things like that in it. Uh, it makes for better for people to watch because it, you know, gets the cars unloaded and stuff. And if you don't hit it right, you know, a guy gets by. It puts a better race on it. It was that track I thought myself was perfect. Um, I didn't see nothing wrong with it. But the 13 fours earlier, the track was slimier. It came in, be- you know, better. That's why my time was better. So I don't know how good we are. Right. So I, we'll find out tomorrow. But hopefully we're we're dialed in pretty close. You but know, the- you were saying that uh, I remember a couple years ago at Volusia. It's actually been a few years ago. Uh, I was flagging and. I talked to a gentleman after the race was over, and I said, racetrack was a little rough tonight. He said anybody could ride around the circle, and it was a 20-time world champ, Steve Kenzer, which I know you know him well. You yeah. drove for him a couple times. But, you know, for somebody who, who may not know, don't get me wrong, everybody, if you know sprint car racing, you know Tim Shaker, tell, me, tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, I, I've been doing it for a little while now. Uh, the years go by pretty quick, but uh, definitely got some experience at it. Uh, from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, I grew up in an area where uh, – Sprint racing wasn't real strong, but it wasn't weak. But uh, I got to the point where I moved off to the All-Stars back in the early 90s and raced them for three or four years. Went to Central PA, run Williams Grove and Lincoln. Uh, with them guys out there, I mean, they're just as good as the Outlaws every night. And then after that, I went to race the Outlaws for uh, actually 10 years. And, uh, you know, last year we 
<clears throat> we parted ways with me and Lonnie did in a six car. I ended up hooking up with uh, Aaron Call and Brian Kamenall and uh, Jan Holbrook. We're gonna, you know, we're hooked up for this year. Uh, last week we got together and things went really well. I mean, we raced uh, I think 40 times and uh, we had a lot of success. We ran uh, one seven races and uh, had opportunity to win other ones. And you know, bad luck, uh, driver steps on it, uh, different things happen. Uh, but we were competitive every night. We're really looking forward to this year. Um, they actually made it fun for me again, and it's fun because the outlaw deal. It's it's fun, but I tell you, grueling. It's, it's grueling and. It's not so much racing. It's just traveling up and down the road, not eating right, not sleeping right, you know, and trying to be prepared all the time. And that makes it tough. So, I mean, the all-star deal is not as strong. And, yeah, I definitely like to be running out all deal, but uh, this opportunity came about, and uh, I'm going to take full advantage of it, and we're going to have fun doing it. So you're going to just pretty much pick and choose what you want to run this year, and you're, you're going to do what you want to do. And mainly you said if you hit the nail on the head, you said you're going to relax, you're going to have fun. And, and I guarantee you that when you start having fun, you're going to win a lot of races like you. I know you've won, you've won your share. You've won many, many. And, I, and I'll tell you, I, sometimes I like to we'll have a certain guest on or guests, and I'll tell you a memorable moment of that guest. And my memorable moment of Tim Schaefer is about, uh, I guess it's been about two years ago, maybe at Volusia. might have been last year. I know you were driving for Kenzer at the time. That was Tim Cady. So Tim Cady. Yeah. But anyway, wrong, yeah, Tim, wrong Tim. But, That's all right. But, I, but I'm telling you right now, hold on, hold on. I'm telling you, with Tim Schaefer, I had Tim Schaefer. I had Tim Schaefer in the racing pool. <laughs> I, I had Tim Schaefer in the racing pool. And, and now I don't remember how I finished, but I think he was coming through the field. But anyway, we talked about you talked about the things that you're going to do and you're having fun, and, and it sounds like you're ready to go. And, uh, you know, people who are listening, tell me what they're going to expect here in the next three nights. Well, you're going to see a lot of action. Uh, it's open-wheel racing with a lot of horsepower. You're looking at 860 horsepower, uh, a 1,375 pound, pound car with the driver. And it's, I mean, these things accelerate like you wouldn't believe. So a guy can get in trouble, look like he's going to maybe go over the fence, and all of a sudden he takes off or goes over the fence. I mean, he, these things, I tell you, they're wicked. So, I mean, it, it's it's exciting all the time. And, it, you know, and I, I always said the asphalt's for getting to the track. But uh, yeah. everybody's got their different opinions. But you usually put uh, good racing on. Um, it's a good, fun night, and, and the family comes out, and everybody, and it's a reasonable. So, I mean, you get your money's worth. Well, on behalf of Dirt World, man, we want to thank you for taking a few minutes out with us tonight. We want to wish you the best of luck in the next three days, and uh, wish you the best of luck when you get across the forest next week. And uh, may you have a great year, and you sound like you're off to a good start, and the best thing is you're smiling and you're happy, and we're, we appreciate you again tonight, buddy. Oh, no problem. Thanks for having me. All right. He's about to cut us off. You know, you know them sprint car drivers are. You have um, somewhere around thirty, somewhere around thirty race cars in the pit tonight. Probably somewhere around fifteen sprint, somewhere around fifteen mods. Yeah, not bad. You had you had haulers that were here that guys never unloaded. You got uh, modifieds that are around town and cars that are around town. Lasowski walking around the pit tonight. He's going to bring his hauler in tomorrow. So yep. you know it's going to be a good show the next three nights. If you're listening at home and and you had to pick or choose a night to get here, pick all three. And uh, yeah, another notable, of course, the driver, the number 24, the big game uh, tree stands uh, sponsor machine, Terry McCarl. That car is here. Uh, Terry was in Miami this afternoon, and he is on his way. Had a flight delay after uh, kidney stones. He was hospitalized. Uh, good Lord, don't wish that on anybody. It, but it, uh, uh, That was on Jose's earlier. We had an email. The guy said that he had saw where Terry McCall was in the hospital. But, yeah, Terry McCall has been released from the hospital, and he is in Miami. His plane was delayed in the 
That's why he was here tonight. But his car was here and unloaded, and it's, I think it's the only one in the period that didn't get, didn't get any dirt on it. Yeah, exactly. It looks good. Speaking of dirt, uh, they are prepping the racetrack right now. They've got uh, the lights down about halfway. And, uh, you know, Mike Peters, Harvey out there, they're all just working on this racetrack. So they are committed uh, to this next uh, three nights here at Ocala Speedway. And uh, joining us right now here on Dirt World, a, a young man that Thank is you. a critical part of this program. Uh, we only get to, you know, really correspond with this guy uh, via the email. We can always uh, rest assured that he is on board the program and uh, in the chat room of Florida Flag Stand, and we really thank him for all of his support. Uh, the announcer, the voice of America's short track, B.J. Cavan. B.J., good evening, sir. It is good to be here, Joe. I tell you what, what a day, and we haven't even gotten yeah. this thing started yet. Yeah, and that's what you were telling me earlier, man. All day long, just running around here, you see Angie, you see Mike. You've been answering the telephone. You've been answering questions uh, in person. Uh, it's, it's incredible. The question I wanted to ask you, are, do you really realize what's about to are happen? Are you ready, son? Dude. Do you know what's about to happen? I don't know if I know, but I think I'd better be ready. <laughs> yeah, that's I mean, it. <laughs> I tell you what, it, I got a chance to finally walk out there for just a few minutes and actually watch these cars go around the track. And, man, oh, man, when they take off, it's like somebody punches you in yeah, the chest. Indeed. Unbelievable. Yep. You know, I've seen the 360s on this track. I got to tell you, these things make the 360s look like nothing. They really do. And talking to young David Gravel, a 17 year old, you know, here's a, a, a kid that's cutting his teeth on your racetrack for the mm -hmm. first time ever in a 410. This kid said, oh, yeah, Joe, there's a big, big difference. Yeah, so many people will argue there's not. But uh, you can tell visibly from a spectator side, big difference in a 410, certainly at this racetrack. Go ahead. I just want to say, and this is a free plug for the guy at Arby's. He called and wanted to know why the ground was shaking over here. Arby's down there by Interstate. I said, the 410s are in town, son. Get over here. Bring me a sandwich. Yeah, that, that truck stop's about two miles away. Yeah, anyway, but, it, yeah, but I, I got to tell you, and that, you know, he's got a good point there because I, a lot of these phone calls I've been answering have been people miles away going, what is that noise? <laughs> Wow. Unbelievable. People around here are like, what have you guys got and what is going on up there? Listen, uh, you know, BJ, in my experience, don't uh, really gauge the weekend by tonight. Tonight oh, was an open practice. You know, it's an opportunity for some of the guys that are already in town to kind of shake down the cars and the modified as well as the sprint car. But but rest assured, man, you're, you're going to have a ton of them. You're going to have a ton of people in the grandstands, and, and this, is, this is really time for Ocala to shine. Uh, the success that this racetrack has enjoyed in 2008 is even going to, to get better in 2009. I think so. I think Mike and Angie have done such a wonderful job with this track. First of all, sticking their neck out and just having the guts to go and throw clay on top of the asphalt. Yeah. That, that was big enough right there. And then just to work their way into it gradually like they have done. Let's learn the business. You know, let's, let's figure this thing out. And here we are. We're ready to step up again next year. It'll be bigger and even better than it is this year. And uh, we've got nothing but growing room here. This is just awesome. And, and it's kind of exciting for, for a little Ocala Speedway tucked out here, you know, on the outskirts of town, to, to, to be able to showcase their own Speed Weeks program. Yeah. And, and this is it, Winter National. So many people, I'm sure yourself, say, wow, Volusia's got 12 nights. East Bay's got, you know, 10 nights. You know, all these racetracks are in on it. And now Ocala is a part of that. You guys have arrived. Yeah, right here in beautiful downtown Zuber. Yeah, it's just it's unbelievable, and 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 to be able to be a part of it, I, I cannot tell you how lucky I am to be able to be a part of this. Well, I know, I know that you feel blessed. I know oh, that yeah, it, definitely. It, you, it, it shows on your face, every word you say, uh, how appreciative you are to be able to have this opportunity. Whether it's announcing, whether it's answering the telephone, parking cars. Kenny Wallace ran in here. Uh, he 
drove in. You said, oh, my God, i got to go park him. i got to go park him. Yeah. Stopped what you were doing. It takes that kind of dedication. I think Mike and Angie have surrounded themselves with people. (laughs) (laughs) I may be selling beer tomorrow. I don't know. But but you'll do it gracefully. Yeah, exactly. I've done it before, actually, to be honest with you. Uh, I I think I make a very sexy beer girl myself. I I would disagree with that. But anyway, uh, no, we won't go there. But, uh, yeah, you know, one of the things that's very uh, special about this racetrack is a lot of us. Uh, you know, wherever we see a need, we just kind of step in and we fill in. And uh, there's none of this, that's not my job around here. Right. And I think that's one of the things that makes the staff that we have at Ocala Speedway special, is that uh, everybody's willing to help out. We are a team. Uh, there is no I in team, and uh, we get the job done. There's no doubt about it. And then, like I said, that shows. And uh, uh, we, we want to thank you here on Dirt World. As a matter of fact, I'm going to pull up this email. Uh, Jimbo, I'm sure he's going to have a comment for you. Oh, I'm uh, sure he will. Yeah, so let's see what he says. Wow. He says, wow, 830, you're still on the air. I wish every week was speed week. He loves it. <laughs> yeah, and hey, listen, BJ, you talked about, you know, the, the thunder here. He said he can hear him at his house. So yeah, I can believe fun. it. I can believe it. Yeah, there's people calling from miles around here that can hear it. In fact, I was back here on the uh, what we call the West 40 out here, all the way back at the tree line, uh, getting uh, Kenny Wallace and his RVs and everything parked back there. And you could hear these cars echoing over the hill. Unbelievable. I've never heard that before out of this speedway. Sure, sure. Just Absolutely. an awesome sound. BJ Cavan, uh, uh, pleasure to have you on Dirt World, finally live for the first time ever. Rainey just walked in. I told him I'd put him on the air. He, he must thought I was serious. Are we going to talk to this dude? <laughs> he to oh, he's running out of here. No, no, no. Okay. All right. Yeah. Hey, you want to talk about a guy that's blessed, BJ? Yeah. yeah, he does. Yeah. Works here on Friday night, makes the trip across the forest, works at Volusia Saturday night. What a gig. Yeah, really. Jeez. Really. Do you really want to talk to him? No. No. <laughs> no. Hey, but, BJ, listen, man, you know, you're about to do three nights here. You talked about your voice uh, being strained just by talking on the phone so much. Uh, we're going to put in 12 nights. I've gotten to where I could maybe get about halfway through, mm-hmm. you know. So yeah. what can I tell you? From a fellow announcer, man, just do what you do. Don't change a thing is yeah. what I say. Go home, medicate yourself, and keep your mouth shut and save it up for the next day. That's, That's how you do it. And Mama will be happy. There you go. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, he's the voice of Ocala Speedway and uh, much, much more here at this great little racetrack in Zuber. We thank uh, B.J. Cavan for being on Dirt World Live with us here tonight. Thanks again, B.J. This weekend, he's the beer girl. <laughs> That's what he did. He tomorrow, did. Tomorrow, he checking, did. today, parking cars, tomorrow, announcing, checking armbands. I mean, you know, he, Whatever he does it all. Hey, if we get a little rain over here, he's likely going to grass out there Friday. Don't get Mikey Friday. Oh, man. I'll tell you what, Jack, we're going to step back for just a moment. And when we come back, we will have, as promised, the driver out of Elk River, Minnesota, the crowd pleaser, now hooked up with Casey Kane Motorsports, Craig Delansky here on Dirt World. Presents Real Men of Genius. Real Men of Genius. Today we salute you, Mr. All You Can Eat Buffet Inventor. Mr. All You Can Eat Buffet Inventor. 
You've given us the real American dream. A tree, 15 feet of food, and a little sign that says, Go nuts, buddy. Pushing side dish innovation to its limits, you offer creamed everything and 400 flavors of gelatin. If there's beef, you'll chip it. If there's chicken, you'll fry it. And if there's gravy, well, then everything's going to be okay. So crack open an ice cold Bud Light buffet, boy. You know the way to a man's heart and a few tasty ways to challenge it. Mr. All You Can Eat Buffet Bud Light Beer, Anheuser-Busch, Fort Collins, Colorado. Carnac.com, your online racing community since 1997. Carnac.com is racing classifieds, racing photos, racing news, lively racing message boards, chat rooms, multimedia, and so much more. And if your race team or racing business needs a website or your website needs a fire lit under it, look no further than Carnac.com. From affordable web hosting to fancy flash animation, Carnac gets it done. No matter what, get out and see some dirt racing. Get some dirt on your face. Get some dirt on your dog. Yeah, dirt on your dog. Absolutely. With Billy the Kid, my name is Joe Dirt. Dirt World on RealRacingUSA.com. Billy, I wish you put some dirt on something. I don't care what. Just do something for a change. Thank you. This is Doughboy Williams. You're listening, to, you're listening to Joe Dirt and Billy the Kid on Dirt World, uh, on Real Racing USA. Billy, please put dirt on something and get off your butt and do something. Go ahead. Time to get back to the action with Joe Dirt, Billy the Kid. This is Dirt World. Speedway with Joe Dirt, Billy the Kid, Dirt World. Taking the show on the road tonight for the first time ever, and like Jack said, live from Ocala Speedway with Billy the Kid. I'm Joe Dirt, and man, it has been a wild program tonight, Billy. Been a bit of, I mean, I did all the walking. Well, I did a little bit. I appreciate that, man. Walked outside once in a while. You get to set up in here, and I hey, got to go I'm out. I'm the out. anchor. Who's okay. going to check the email? You did a good job. Well, thank you. So did you. But you know what? The best is yet to come. It really is. And ladies and gentlemen, joining us as promised. Uh, out of Elk River, Minnesota. They call him the crowd pleaser. Now hooked up, of course, with Casey Kane Motorsports here in 2009. Uh, joining us tonight, Mr. Craig Delansky. Craig, how are you, sir? Doing good. How are you guys doing tonight? Very well. Craig, first of all, we thank you so much for taking a few minutes on Dirt World here tonight. This is our first live program, and, uh, man, we've talked to, uh, of course, we had Tim Schaefer in. Uh, got a host of uh, uh, sprint car drivers down here. Would love to see you at this little racetrack, but I know you guys are kind of saving things for uh, all-tail dirt car nationals. Yeah, you know, we actually had talked about it, but we weren't going to be quite ready for it yet, and uh, we'll be kicking off there next week at Volusia starting Tuesday. Nice, nice. Craig, I know you're looking forward to kind of starting fresh here in 2009. Uh, I mean, you've been racing this sprint car so long, enjoyed so much success, but uh, after breaking your arm at Eldora, I mean, that just kind of stopped you right in your tracks, cut your season short. Uh, you, you took the trip down under to New Zealand, able to pick up a win there. And now, I mean, things couldn't be better, aligning now with Casey Kane and uh, 
Going to have the Brownsburg Bullet, Joey Saldana, as your teammate. Things are looking pretty good for the crowd, please. Uh, you know what, they really are, and, uh, you know, definitely feel uh, feel very fortunate and, and looking forward with the opportunity with Casey King racing. And, and like you said, I mean, it was a tough way to end the season last year, getting, you know, losing the last 10 races and breaking my arm. But, uh, you know, the important thing was I went over to New Zealand there and got back on track, and then the first night in the car ended up, uh, you know, was, was fortunate and won the race there. That first night back in the arm felt good, and, and I felt like I hadn't even been out of the race car. So, you know, I feel good. Greg, you got to be pretty excited about coming to Florida. You are the defending UMP or defending two time, but last year defended uh, Dirt Car Nationals uh, champion. Yep. So you have to be pretty excited about that coming up starting Tuesday night. I tell you what, Volusia is definitely one of the one of the you know my my more favorite racetracks that we hit on the tour, especially when they get that track prepared right. And uh, you know it's got a bottom groove and a top groove, and you, you definitely uh, some of the best racing you can see there. So um, yeah, you know we've had some good success there over the last few years and won that Speed Week title the last two years in a row, and then it'd yep. be great to go in there with the new Casey Kane team and, and, and try to do it again for a third year. Yeah, man. And, and, and you know, I was taking a look at uh, your website a little bit earlier this afternoon, Craig, and, you know, you don't feel there's any more pressure having to perform for Casey Kane and, of course, aligning with Joey Saldana than the pressure that you actually put on yourself. So, I mean, you're an accomplished driver. Uh, you know what to expect, certainly – Casey and Joey, they all know what to expect. You're bringing Mike Woodring back with you. Rob Beadle's going to come back in Leicester. So, I mean, there's not a whole lot of changes here. Uh, certainly the biggest changes are the resources you're able to pull from now. Yeah, you know, they're definitely a strong operation. I mean, Casey Kane Racing, you know, it's just a great organization to be involved with. And, and they work hard at, uh, you know, at the technology aspect of our sport as well as just uh, providing the resources, like you say, to go out there and do your job. And, you know, I, I don't necessarily feel any more pressure. I put a lot of pressure on myself to, to get in a race car and, and perform each and every night and, and try to win races. So and I'm going to take that same approach there. And, you know, it's going to be a great race team. And like you said, I got my crew that was with me last year, and, and uh, they're all together. And so the chemistry's there, and, and I'm really looking forward to 2009. People identify Craig Delansky with Caravan Trailers, and, and some of the big concerns were, wow, man, if he hooks up with – you know, Casey Kane, you know, he's going to be Budweiser, Team ASE, Curb Records. You were able to actually bring Caravan Trailers along with you, and I think uh, that certainly says something about you uh, and the relationship that you have developed with, with that sponsor, man. And I'm just so glad they're still on board the race car. Oh, and so am I. I mean, they were like family to me, and we were together for, for you know, 10 years, and uh, I really wanted to keep that relationship going as well as uh, Aggressive Hydraulics, who was a new sponsor for us last year, was able right, to come right. along with me too, and uh you know, we tried to bring Snap on as well, but um, Casey had some conflicts there. Uh, they're, they're sponsored by Mac Tool, so I wasn't yeah. able to bring Snap on. But you know, it was great to be able to keep them sponsors involved with us and, and bring them on board. And I know they're all excited about the, the new race team here too, and, and the new program. And, and everybody's ready to go here starting next week. With Casey Kane adding a second car, which is the one you'll be driving this year, to go along with Joey Saldano, uh, he's got to have great inspirations to win a World of Outlaw title. And this, I mean, this year was a proven show that Donnie Schatz picked up the title for Tony Stewart. I mean, with you talking to Casey, what would it mean for Casey, for you or Joey Saldana to either come home one or two or even one of you knocking down the World of Outlaw Championship? I think, you know, it definitely would mean a lot. I mean, he's very passionate about World of Outlaw Sprint Car Racing, and, and you know, he's, he's very much involved with his teams. And, you know, I know myself and Joey are going to go out there and really work as, you know, work hard and, and, and try to work with each other. And, and, you know, try to accomplish that goal. I mean, to win a championship, uh, you know, it's the ultimate goal that you, that you set. And, and um, uh, you know, we've been close. We run second, uh, I think, a couple times. And I know Joey's run second. And, 
you know, it'd be great to, uh, you know, I mean, I'm hoping that we're the team that ends up with, with, you know, a championship at the end of the year. But them guys will be working hard at it as well, and then we'll just see what we can do. But um, we're definitely going to be out there working hard, and I can tell you that. A lot of people don't realize it, but that is where Casey Kane started was in a wing sprint car. And I'll tell you a little story. I'm sure that I'm, I'm sure you don't know, and I'm sure a few listeners don't know this story. But I flagged Casey Kane, one of Casey Kane's first sprint car wins at Volusia Speedway Park. And when I walked out on the track, I remember to, this. I walked out on the track to to do the victory lane deal. Yeah. I took the flag down. I said, "Excuse me, young man, step off the you, track." You got to get off the track. And it was Casey Kane. He goes, "No, I'm the driver." Yeah, I just won this damn thing. <laughs> it was a five thousand win race, and uh, he was driving the uh, fifty one car. Yeah. I believe it was. And I said, uh, "You have to step off the track, young fellow. We got to take pictures." He goes, "No, I'm the driver." That was embarrassing. That's great. That's great. I tell you what, he's a he's a great person. You know, very. Uh, just 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 was a, a good guy to be around and, and very involved, like I say, with his race teams and you know, uh you know, like you said, I mean he did uh, do some wing sprint car racing there and run some World of All Lost shows and and uh again it's just great to see uh, how he gives back to the sport of sprint car racing through having a couple race teams. You know, he's very busy with his career and his his NASCAR, NASCAR career and you know, so it's just uh it's great to be involved with You know, with with you and you and Saldana, the, you got the phone beeping somehow, you gotta turn just, to go to just turn it off. But you uh, would you enjoy Saldano together? I think Casey Kane has two of the best sprint car drivers there is, and uh, take nothing from anybody else that's out there. But Craig Delansky, your reputation speaks for itself. And uh, you know, I think this year Casey could actually, or you, you guys could bring it home for Casey Kane. You enjoy Saldano just like you said. No doubt. I, you know, I, I appreciate that, and, and I definitely feel I feel real good about. Um, you know about the upcoming season here and, and the team that's that's getting prepared right now. I'm, I'm about to fly down there tomorrow and and see the work that these guys have put in all all winter long because really that's a big part of uh, going out there and contending for a championship is to be prepared. And you know myself and Joey really got along pretty good over there working together. And I think the two of us working together hopefully enhances both race teams and makes them even stronger. Yet. Well, we know we won't see your car here at Ocala Speedway over the next couple of nights. So would you fly in tomorrow? Is there a chance you might come over and watch and see what happens here Saturday night? Fly to Charlotte tomorrow to get fitted, actually. Right? Is that what actually, yeah, yeah, I'm going to be in Charlotte through Monday, so I won't okay. be in, in Florida until Monday. But otherwise, I'd love to. And uh, really, I was I was really hoping that we maybe would be able to come up there and do some racing. But uh, it's not going to work out. So hopefully, we'll see you guys at Volusia. You coming we'll, over there? Yeah, well, yeah, we'll be there. Absolutely. We, both, we both work at Volusia as yeah. well as working here in the. Uh, we enjoy Dirt Car, and we enjoy the Dirt Car Nationals, and we always enjoy seeing you guys when you come to town. Cool. Uh, that should be a good show. Like I say, it's one of the – that definitely is one of the fastest tracks in the country, that Volusia Speedway there. So, uh, again, when them guys get that thing prepared, there's some great racing that goes on. Ladies and gentlemen, he has finished no worse than sixth every night at Volusia Speedway Park throughout the Alltel Dirt Car Nationals, and the 38th edition should be even better for the crowd pleaser, Craig Delansky. Craig, thank you so much for being with us tonight, my man. Hey, I appreciate it, guys. Thanks for having me. Bye uh, bye. Say hi when you're over there. We'll All right, see you buddy. Tuesday, we will man. We'll come to the trailer. All right, buddy. Hey, Craig. All right. Thank you, guys. Greg Delansky. Delansky. What else can you want for a show tonight? We've had a huge show, and we've—I mean—it's been great here at Ocala Speedway. And uh, wonderful, Billy. Can you hear me? I can hear you fine. Real quick, I got a quick question from the email. Dirt Racer Twenty out of Tennessee has got a question. How much are the mods paying? He's thinking about coming down. Thousand to Thursday night, thousand Friday night, two thousand Saturday. I think this is my buddy out of Tennessee, and uh, yep, there you I was talking to him on the phone this week, and I'd like to see him drag about two or three cars down here for Saturday, and if not, look forward to seeing him in, uh, at Dirt at Dirt Car Night. Absolutely, Billy. We have got to thank so many people for being on board Dirt World here tonight. Where do we start? We're going to go ahead and start with Harvey Fink is going to uh, certainly uh, uh, need to be thanked here tonight. Sam Driggers, the president of UMP Dirt Car Racing. Uh, Steve Arpin, the modified driver out of Fort Francis, Ontario. 
Kenny Wallace, Angie Clifton from Ocala Speedway, Jeff Matthews, out of the Nighthawk Towing Camp, Tim Schaefer, sprint car driver, and, of course, uh, David Gravel, young man out of Watertown, Connecticut, was on board with us, B.J. Cavan, and finally, the crowd pleaser, Craig Delancey. That is a show, my man. It was a huge show, and uh, who knows what we're going to do next week. We'll Both both of us will be working at Volusia on Wednesday night. And, uh, no, me and Harvey buying a racetrack. Uh, that'd be perfect. Buy it by the weekend. So we'll have it ready for three weeks. That'd be good to go. Hey, guys. Hey, Joe. Thanks, Harvey. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. I-, I wanted to throw something in there. You know, uh, it was only 11 months ago that Ocala returned to dirt. It was 11 months ago on wow. uh, February the 29th. Remember, it was the leap year deal? Yep, that's right. Well, when you guys get out of here, Real Racing USA will have a replay of the uh, the live broadcast from Real Racing USA at Ocala on their uh, return to dirt. Very, very nice. Perfect, man. Hey, uh, Putnam is racing. We uh, feel compelled to mention them uh, January 31st. Uh, they're going to open They the run in 410? <laughs> no. Okay. They're, <laughs> they're going to open the gates at 1, grandstand at 2, races start at 3. They're going to race late models, and, again, the purse is adjusted to the amount of cars that show up. Hobby stock, sportsmen, pure stocks, mini stocks, and four-cylinders. Uh, so head to Putnam County Speedway January 31st out in Satsuma, Florida. For gonna, everybody gonna here be, in Ocala. It's going to be kind of busy next week. We'll, yeah, try we'll, try to keep our, we'll try to keep everybody informed on email. We're going to try to do the show for sure. We don't want to miss the show with the show going as, as good as it is. We'll try to do the show. Maybe we can do it early and have Jack play it on Wednesday night. You know, try to do it live or do it right at a pollution field park and have the, the same outcome as we had here with a lot of drivers and stuff like that, a lot of input from people and We'll try to keep it rolling. Best show ever, Billy. Other night, right. great show, man. This was a good one, and now we know we're mobile, and we can set up in anybody's living room. Uh, we'll go to Rainey's house in his living room next week. Let's do it. Jack Smith, thank you so much. And for everybody here at Ocala Speedway and all of us here at Dirt World, we'll see you next Wednesday night. So long, everyone. Go out and get some dirt on your face. Get some dirt on your dolls. Good night, everybody. reputation. Learning lessons of the heart. Revelation. I found a place to start. It's the highway. Can you hear me? Sometimes we ride alone. It's the highway. Can you steer me? I'm out here on my own. Sometimes we ride alone. It's 
Well, ladies and gentlemen, thanks for coming out to the Ocala Speedway. I want to thank everybody for coming out tonight. What a great fans. All the fans in the same man, you look great out there here at Ocala Speedway. Everybody can give yourself a big round of applause for coming out here the initial night of the dirt track back here at Ocala Speedway. Of course, we want to thank the owners here for making this all possible. Mike Peters, Angie Clifton, you guys come on over. All the hard work you guys have done. How about a big round of applause for Mike and Angie? Mike, man, a lot of sleepless nights here at Ocala Speedway. You guys have put in not only your money, but time is something that is really valuable to you guys, and you guys have worked hard out here. Yes, we have. Um, as Scott said, I'm Mike. This is Angie. We're the track owners. On behalf, on behalf of us and our entire staff here, we thank you, and we love you guys for coming out here and supporting us tonight. Thank you very much. We've got some great things in store, not just for tonight, for tonight, for tonight, for tonight.